0: Clint, there are some lyrics and songs that are so brilliantly constructed where the run of words, the ideas they convey, leave you breathless. These originate from geniuses, the outliers, the wordsmiths, that are poets as much as they are songwriters. And then there are some lyricists who are the ones that leave you wondering, did I hear that correctly? (laughs) This episode is about those lyricists. Welcome to the age-old question. I'm Rich Price. And I'm Clint Bierman. This show is sort of like car talk meets behind the music. Each episode deals with another question in music fandom. The kind of questions that Clint and I have been debating since we were in college. So today, with the help of some smart people,
1: we're going to come up with the answer. Okay, Clint, what's today's question? Today's question is, do lyrics matter in a
0: song? That's the age-old question. First
1: of all, yeah, good lyrics is the most subjective thing of all time, right? Like, my good lyrics are different than your good lyrics, different than anybody else's good lyrics. Yes. But there's good lyrics and there's bad lyrics. Pretty universal, right? Like, there are bad, bad lyrics, And there are good lyrics, universally.
0: Yes. Let's start on the positive side. Let's start with some good lyrics. Okay. How about Trent Reznor's song about addiction? And you can have it all, my empire of dirt. I will let you down. I will make you hurt. Oh, God. Dark and depressing, but perfect. perfect. But perfect. Right. I love Bob Dylan's lyrics. Mm -hmm. How about the last verse of his song, Love Minus Zero? Love Minus Zero. The Bridge at Midnight Trembles
2: The bridge at midnight trembles The country doctor rambles Bankers' nieces seek perfection Expecting all the gifts that wise men bring
0: The wind howls like a hammer The
2: wind howls like a hammer
3: The night blows cold and rainy
2: My love, she's like a raven At my window with a broken wing
0: At my window with a broken wing. I mean, that
1: is absolute. That's almost like poetry. (laughs) That is incredible. Here's an example from a song that I'm so obsessed with. Sometimes it's literally one lyric that can make a song, right? That you're like... I can't believe how good that one lyric was, that everything else doesn't matter because that lyric is so good. There's a song by Lake Street Dive called Hypotheticals, and it gets to the bridge, and the lyric is, even the weatherman gets caught in the rain sometimes.
2: Nobody can see into the future. Even the gets caught in the rain sometimes.
1: And it sticks out in this perfect way, and it's like God, that's good. Is that, that is like, great... did, she, did she come up with that? Or is that like an expression from Time of York? Another one is the Dawes song, And May All Your Favorite Bands Stay Together. And may all your favorite bands stay together.
0: Greatly. Like just, it's like the sentiment is, it's such a way of... It's like the nicest thing that you can wish totally. To it's, someone. Totally. It's a beautiful
1: way of giving that sentiment. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. And then my other, all, one of my all-time favorite lyrics. Step out the front door like a ghost into a fog where no one notices the contrast of white on white. Step
3: out the front door like a ghost into a fog where no one notices the contrast of white on white. And he
1: just spit it. He didn't write it down. He just went into the booth and just like, Bleh. So that's Round Here by County the County Crows. Crows
0: from August and Everything uh. After. You're right. It's, it's like a stream of consciousness... There's something about the lyrics themselves, but also like the sound of those lyrics. Yeah, which we're definitely going to get into. Step out the front door like a ghost into a fog where no one notices the contrast of white on white. In between the moon and you, Angels angels get a better view of the crumbling difference between wrong and right. In between the moon and you, angels get a better
2: view of the crumbling difference between wrong and right.
0: That's great. That's ridiculous. As a spoken word poem, it's really compelling. For me, that's one of the biggest things, is that it can stand alone. So, these are lyrics that can transport you. Then there are lyrics that are written for reasons we can never really understand. (laughs) Laziness. Lyrics that don't necessarily ask you to scrutinize them. In fact, probably ask you not to scrutinize (laughs) them. I'd like to start with a, a nominee. Go. The artist is Jermaine Stewart. Hmm. We don't have to take our clothes off. You remember this song? (laughs) I do, but I don't. I don't know from where. In May of
3: 1986,
0: Jermaine Stewart reached number five on the Billboard Hot 100 and had a hit around the world with this song. Now, in some ways, the idea is revolutionary for a pop song right for a male singer to say we don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time like the entire canon of <laughs> popular music is about taking your clothes he's off. done getting someone to take so them. in that sense it is interesting like he's saying we can dance all night we don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time but here's where the lyrics get a little iffy for Uh-oh. me he says we could dance all night and drink some cherry wine. Now, I want to ask you, Clint. <laughs> have you ever had cherry wine? No. Have you ever even seen cherry wine? Never once. What's he talking about? That's lazy songwriting. Unless for that him, was like his. He thing. grew up and he was like, ah, ah, but cherry wine. We could dance all night. And drink some cherry wine.
3: Drink some cherry wine. Uh-huh. No, we
0: can't. How about Hungry Like the Wolf Uh-oh. by Duran Duran? Careful. This is a song that you play in your 80s bluegrass band, Dojo. Yes. Which, side note, Dojo is brilliant. Thank you. This is where you play 80s covers, but in the style of bluegrass. Correct. And it's it's brilliant. It works very well. And this particular song, Hungry Like the Wolf, works perfectly in this in the bluegrass style
2: the city
0: but the lyric I smell like I sound
1: no that's not what it is oh ready for this yeah I smell like a sound.
3: I smell like a sound I'm lost and found
1: Like the body of water I smell like a sound Like the, a sound? Like Brace I smell Columbia. like a sound Like the smell of like a body of water That's enclosed Like that smell of fish That smell of like like a bay Like yeah. a sound I, I wondered the same thing I smell like I sound I thought it was that for my whole life But it's I smell like a sound Correct I smell like a sound it makes it way better. But no one knows that's the lyric. So you think that Guy's an idiot. And maybe he is.
2: in the too close to hide. You'll feel my heat, just a moment behind.
1: I don't know. All right, what's your first Well, comedy? I mean, we've talked about it before, but Loser by Beck. Yeah. It's like... a absolute stream of consciousness that has nothing to do with any story there's no it's words put together m- seemingly meaninglessly you may be able to find a thread in there but Gosh, it'd be hard. It's the sound of those words. Definitely. Forces of evil in a bozo nightmare. Ban all the music with a phony gas chamber.
3: Forces of evil in a bozo nightmare. Ban all the music with a phony gas chamber because one's got a weasel and others has got a flag. One's on the pole, shove the other in the bag with the rerun shows and, and the
0: cocaine, cocaine nose jobs. Those lyrics are impenetrable for mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. but they're really compelling.
1: Right. It's Jim Morrison did the same thing for me, right? Like he tried really hard and then didn't try at all. It seems at the same time, it was like just stream of consciousness, but he, but it was like deep stream of consciousness that still made no sense to me.
3: There's a killer on the road, his brain is squirming like a toad,
0: but I like it and I love loser by Beck. So, all right, let's talk about another door song. Great. The song is called Touch Me.
3: Come on, come on, come on, come on, now touch me, babe. Can't you see that I am not afraid? Okay.
0: Okay. What, what was, was that bad promise bad that you bad? made? Why won't you tell me what she said? Why won't
3: you tell me what she said? I'm not
0: following. Who's the she? You know? Jim. That's always bugged me. Yeah, yeah. But this song was actually written by the guitarist Robbie Krieger. About fights that he had with his girlfriend. The song was originally called Hit Me.
1: Come on, come on, come on, hit me, baby! Can't
0: you see that I am not afraid? Ah. Interesting. Right. Footnote to the song, Clint. According to Jim Morrison, the sax solo at the end of this song was the first rock hit that featured a sax solo. Oh, wow. We have an entire episode about the disappearance of the sax in hit songs. This is potentially the very first appearance.
1: I have one more nominee, and it's John Lennon. Mm. John Lennon to me was the best at words that sound great together that mean nothing to me, yeah. and yet I'll find meaning in it because that's what the human experience does. Yes. Like your brain wants to make meaning of things, and you can make meaning out of gibberish, right? If you so desire. But let's look at across the universe.
2: We'll talk like rain into a paper cup they, the they as they away across the universe.
1: it's an amazing
3: song
0: his favorite lyrics of that he wrote
3: right i like across the universe too why uh, cuz it's one of the best lyrics i've written you know in fact it could be the best i don't know i mean it's one of the the best uh, it's, it's good poetry you know, or whatever you call it what? without without tune it, it stands without some without see the ones i like are ones that stand as words you know without melody they don't have to have any melodies it's a poem you know you could read it let's maybe go
1: to the third verse sounds of laughter shades of life are ringing through my open ears inciting and inviting me limitless undying love which shines around me like a million suns it calls me on and on across the universe so well written so poetic so poetic I have no idea what that means images of broken light which dance before me like a million eyes they call me on and on across the universe thoughts meander like a restless wind inside a letterbox they tumble blindly as they make their way across the universe what does that mean and yet I love it
0: jude written by paul mccartney written in the car on the way to visit julian lennon john lennon's son with cynthia lennon as his parents
3: were getting divorced and on the drive he's singing hey jules don't take it bad take a sad song and make it better you know be all right so i kind of got the first sort of idea on the way out there with this hey jules as i thought it was going to be called and i i played it to john and yoko There was just one bit of the words, which was the movement you'll need, the movement you need is on your shoulder. And I'm playing it, and I just looked at John and said, I'll fix that, I'll fix that. He said, what? I said, well, you know, the movement you need is on your shoulder. I've used the word shoulder once. And anyway, it's a stupid expression. It sounds like a parrot, you know, I'll change that. He said, you won't, you know. He said, that's the best line in the song, you know. Don't you know that it's just you Means the movement you need is on your shoulder it's great it's kind of poor. I love that wow let's go to
0: the 80s okay Africa by Toto <laughs> he says as sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti As
3: sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti
0: I don't know really where to start here <laughs> It feels like it's mixing genres and mythology series. Olympus is Greek. The Serengeti. Serengeti. The syllables on the wrong emphasis.
1: <laughs> yeah, but what's the most memorable lyric of that song too? Everybody remembers the Serengeti lyric. That's true. It's like because it's so weird, right?
0: Clint, you know, we try really hard, but Uh there are some times where we fall short. (laughs) What do we do? This is a little segment we call Rich and Clint Clint are Boneheads.
1: Rich
3: and Clint are Boneheads.
0: What do we do this time, Rich? During our Christmas episode from December of 2021, I referred to our show as the old age question. Which is art imitating life <laughs> Our own show <laughs> The Angel Question I call the Old Age Question Old Age Question Hiatus yes. Christian Swain From Pantheon Podcast He's a big supporter of the show He listens to all the shows He had some very strong words About our episode About drum fills Could not stand idly by While we neglected to mention Neil, Neil Peart So we should acknowledge Neil Peart as one of the all-time great practitioners of drum
1: fills.
0: (laughs) During the collaborations episode, we talked about the collaboration between Dire Straits and Sting. And we mentioned that it was recorded at the legendary studio created by the Beatles producer George Martin in Montserrat, the island of Montserrat. I said that the Stones record, the Rolling Stones record, Steel Wheels, was the last album recorded there before it was destroyed by a hurricane. Well, it was actually destroyed by a volcano. Oh! Worth correcting here. (laughs) Worth correcting. And worth acknowledging. Noted. That more often than not, (laughs) we are, in fact,
3: (laughs) bonus.
0: We should call Jeff Simons. Yeah. Let's call Jeff Simons. Let's see what he has to say about, do
1: lyrics actually matter? See, I would guess that he was like a lyrics guy, but maybe not. It'll be interesting to see. Let's find out. Okay.
3: Hello?
0: Jeff. What's up, Jeff? We're back. You're back on the age-old question. Yes! (laughs) Hi, guys! Hi, guys! Oh, we're so glad to have you back. This week, we're talking about, do lyrics really matter? There are some classic hit songs where it's clear that the lyrics are just a complete afterthought.
2: Oh god, yeah. This is the this might be your all-time best topic. <laughs> because because the answer of course is no until they do and then god yes. Right? Right. I mean I, that's really the answer because I don't mind stupid lyrics that I never learn that don't take my attention, but once a lyric is so bad that it takes my attention, I can't not hear it at the same time. Like I'll listen to a song for 10 years before I like realize that the lyrics are great. So I I, I really like, it's definitely not lyrics first for me. It never has been. There are songs with terrific lyrics that I don't like because the songs just not good enough. But like, I almost feel like a lyric is like a Hippocratic oath, you know, like don't do any harm, be good enough to be good enough. If you end up writing something kind of cool, good on you. But, um, yeah, I mean,
1: but don't I'm, kill I'm anyone.
2: all about the music first.
0: Can you think of any examples of songs that you love that have completely stupid lyrics? Stupid lyrics?
2: Every Cheap Trick song. No offense to those guys, but, like, <laughs> has Cheap Trick ever said anything that wasn't, I want you, and you want me, and I want to do this, and let's go do, like... <laughs> I can't think of I love all their songs. They have that great line in "Surrender," where his mom he comes home and his mom and dad have found his weed and they're high and listening to his Kiss records. Like that's a great, great moment.
0: But all joking aside, like you don't go to that band for deep thoughts, deep lyrical poetry, right? no
2: no 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 you don't and and you don't go to any band for deep lyric no, poetry. no same
0: a great turn of phrase
2: or a song that really like nailed it Elvis Costello's written a couple of songs that really deeply moved me same with Tom Petty I think Tom Petty is a, a minimalist genius poet
1: they're still conversational though right like they're yes. they're not poetic in the sense of like using words that they wouldn't use in the conversation and I think that's what it is for me it's like if it's conversational ah, interesting. then I can get behind it, but as soon as it goes into like, it just feels trying too hard when they're, they try to be poetic.
0: I guess I'm not thinking in terms of like poetry. For example, Ellen Rigby or She's Leaving Home, to me, those are really moving lyrics. Deep, yeah. deep lyrics.
2: Yeah, the Beatles are, yeah, I'll, yeah, great example, but the Beatles have some really dumb songs too. <laughs> like, yeah. tell me what you see tell me what you see is like the most hilarious like how many one syllable words can i say in a row and still make a coherent sentence yeah into my eyes girl tell me what you see do not be surprised girl what you see is me i'm like oh boy (laughs) what
3: you see is me but
0: i like that song yeah, but yeah. That, that was also before they were really yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of like they hadn't taken pod yet thinking about <laughs> right. uh, their lyrics.
2: But hey, well, hold on like like hey bulldog is a stupid lyric. I love that song. Love that song. But hey bulldog like you're not going to try to argue the poetic quality of hey bulldog. That song <laughs> kicks
0: ass. But there's I'm also sure. some great lyrics in that like some kind of
2: That song so much, and I don't. I mean, I vaguely understand. I remember that that's in there. I remember there's a the word clue in there, but that song for me is "You Can not Talk to Me." I don't care about anything else. Right. You can talk to me. You can talk to me. You can talk to me. If you you can talk to me. When we get to that, like I'm a happy man. If he had said, like, you know, riboflavin' is cool, I'd be really pissed. <laughs> but as long as it's, like, you know, something I don't mind saying out loud, I'm all in. It's so funny, too, because, like, as a, you know, my own songs, like, I throw I throw so many songs away because I think the lyrics are garbage. Like, I throw, I mean, I, I can't tell you how much I sweat over my stupid lyrics that aren't any good. And I this conversation is reminding me, like, just... Wait a minute on the chucking. You Seriously, know? like nobody's that, listening.
1: Wish You Were Here. Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd was pulled out of the trash can.
2: Can you tell a green field from a cold steel rail? I'm like, yep. Can you tell a green field from a cold steel rail? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl.
1: But that is the most memorable lyric of that song, right? And everybody sings that lyric. Right. So
2: it's only what everybody knows. Exactly. We're just two lost souls swimming in a fish fishbowl
1: year after year. Running that's something, right? I mean, that's. That's, there is no chorus in that song.
2: No, I think it's great. I mean, I think accidental lyrics are sometimes the best ones. You're know, the ones like you say something to somebody and they, they hear it wrong. and You're like, oh, well that, maybe that should be it. Some of the best moments on, in, in our own work are the, are the mistakes. Of
1: course. You know? Hit the and wrong so, chord.
2: Like, it would make sense that, like, that that could be true of the lyrics as well. You
0: know? What are they called? Mondegreens. When- Mondegreens. Ooh. When you hear the wrong thing.
2: So here's the thing. I love knowing what that word is, but I agree with Clint that you should use it in your next song. It's not counter. Mondogreens. <laughs> and I'll be like, "Come on, dude!
0: Come on! You're trying too hard."
2: What's that word for words that are too fancy for songs? <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's that word for words I can't remember? <laughs>
2: is like music is so malleable right like I just think I I just it just inexhaustibly fascinating to me that like the 12 notes and you know a couple of words continue to create hundreds of thousands of, of things you know it's amazing
1: it's amazing
0: it is amazing one of the things we talked about in the last episode was John Mayer has this analogy for songwriting around It's like pairing socks. The lyrics, one sock, and the music is another sock. He doesn't feel he has a song until the socks match. Oh, yeah, I like that. Do lyrics matter? You know, for him, they do, but it's not just about the lyrical content. Does the lyrical content match the music? You know
2: what? You just hit the nail on the head. Lyrics matter when they're a bad match, and as long as they match the music— even this the even the simplest lyrics can bring it across. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to have a great song and a great lyric, it's like an A plus. That's it, isn't it? It's really about the marriage between those two things feeling immediately you know, appropriate. Right. That's really good.
0: All right. You just it. Us do it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for making time for us. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff. Literally anytime, fellas. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye bye.
1: Huh, that's interesting. So he's like you. He's more like me. Lyrics second. Lyrics second. Or third. And here's the thing about lyrics for me. Great lyrics are universally known. These are great lyrics by everyone. Yeah. They can get their hands on that. Decent lyrics can be great lyrics if they're matched with a great song. Yes. Bad lyrics, universally bad, boring, trite. Uh, lyrics are really hard to get around. For me, that can ruin the song for me. So while I'm lyrics second and music first, I can still be really turned off by a boring,
0: generic lyric. You love Pearl Jam. I do. I find Eddie Vedder's lyrics hard to understand. Not hard to understand, (laughs) Hard to hear. <laughs> okay, hard because he's got a mouthful of mumbles. I heard Yellow Leadbetter on the radio the other day. There's no
1: lyrics in that song. No, there's no lyrics mm. in that song. There aren't. No, it's like, he's just making sound.
0: Yeah, he's just making sound. Are you serious? I'm, are you look? Are, are you the, tricking me right now?
1: Look up. Let's look up the lyrics to Yellow Better. I don't think he ever wrote lyrics to it. That's my understanding. Is that he was just like you know, and and then let's
0: play it because he he am I an
1: old fart (laughs) or do I it would be one thing if it was like a new band unsealed on a porch a letter sat then you said I want to leave it again once I saw her on a beach of weathered sand sand I wanna leave it again. I wanna leave it again. On a weekend wanna wish it all away.
2: away.
1: They called and I said that I want what I said. No way those are written lyrics. Because listen he's got some amazing lyrics. Like he really does. Like
0: it's like they went into the studio and he's like, I'm just gonna sing gibberish yeah. gobbledygook and we'll come back and we'll come back right. and then they're Let's like, they're like actually nailed it nailed
3: it <laughs>
2: <laughs> like,
1: roll it roll it roll it I'm, I'm ready get, I'm, I'm ready. Going. ready I'm just gonna go yeah. <laughs> Adam Duritz did the same thing for round here Came out gold. Right. Any better sort Vedder. of
0: at a panic attack and a stroke. <laughs> We've talked about Michael Jackson a few times on this podcast. What sound did he invent? Chamon. Chamon
3: <laughs>
2: Jumbo,
0: Shamal, <laughs> shamal. Doesn't mean anything. No, right? but it sounds fun. But it sounds fun. Yeah, and. In bad he says, "Your butt is mine. Gonna tell you right." Is that real? I think that's the lyric. Your butt is mine, okay, right? It's the very first lyric. Your I'm butt inside. is mine. Your butt is mine.
2: Gonna tell you right. To show your face in a broad daylight.
1: I've always had a real problem with Annie. Are you okay?
0: Are you okay, Annie?
1: Like, what is... Annie, are you okay? Are you? But that's an example of a major hit. Annie,
0: are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Are you okay?
1: (laughs) You know what we should get into is the Swedes. Because I think this is a big part of this whole conversation is that sometimes the sound of something is as compelling as the meaning right and that's the whole thing so from the Swedes from ABBA to Ace of Bass right to all the Max Martin stuff right which is the Britney Spears the NSYNC's the Backstreet Boys the talk a little about Max Martin one of the biggest pop songwriters of all time continues to have hits right did the weekend's blinding
0: light
3: oh, not so-
1: Couple Maroon Five number ones. Anyway, guy's been around since the early '90s. The thing about Sweden is, I think there's nine million people in the entire country. Uh When you think of how small a country that is, and yet at one point it accounted for like sixty percent of the hits worldwide. Like this tiny little country. And so why is that, right? Why? That's the question. Yeah. And the, the answer is, lyrically speaking, everyone knows English. Yes. And they do get the nuance of English, whereas like some countries don't get the nuance, Right. but they really get the nuance there. But again, it's a second language. So they're more concerned about how it feels in their mouth than what the actual meaning of the song is. And they're also all about memorability. They're all about hooks that are recognizable and easy to sing the first time you hear it and so if you have a deep poetic lyric that's not gonna it's 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 harder to grasp as the casual music listener which is what they're going for they're going for pop it's not the smartest genre i would say
0: so as it relates to the question for this episode do lyrics really matter anyway this group of swedes from abba to max martin they would say lyrics do matter, but it's more about the sound of the lyrics yep. than about the and the And the memorability of that lyric. And the repeatedness of
1: it. A lot of it repeats a lot. Right. So they don't need a ton of lyrics.
0: I want to nominate this song. For, for the worst? Yeah. Worst lyrics. Give It Away by Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm a lowbrow, but I rock a little know-how. No time for the piggies or the hooscaw Get smart get down with the powwow Never been a better time than right now No time
2: for the piggies or the hooscaw Get smart get down with the powwow Never been a better time than right
1: now Right now Pamali pow the pot back Like that's the only thing I know as But but the thing about that song is give it away, give it away, give it away. Like it fits. Really Again, it's, it's the sound. It's, it's really fun to say.
3: Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away,
1: give it away now. Oh, oh, yeah. That's fun. So are they terrible lyrics? Or great. And that's the thing. Mm. It's so subjective. By way you see the world comes out in lyrics right right and so not writing any of your own lyrics is weird like you think of Jerry Garcia you think of Elton John they're singing these songs that
0: they didn't write I agree with the point you're making but I would say in both those cases Bernie Taupin and Robert Hunter probably started writing through the, the reviews of Elton and Jerry definitely <laughs>
3: just like us. There's a cold and light that shines from you you wind like the you hide Behind that mask you use.
0: Jerry and Elton probably sensed that here was someone writing their voice in a way that they couldn't themselves.
1: So lucky that they found each other in both those cases
3: Don't you know I'm still standing Better than I ever
2: did Looking like a juicy
0: Can I nominate some great lyrics yeah. that are like either terrible or great? Right. John Cougar Mellencamp. Camp. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> Sucking on chili dogs outside the tasty freeze. Diane's sitting on Jackie's lap, got his hands between her knees. I mean, that couplet is Americana. God, it's so good, right?
2: Sucking on chili dogs outside the tasty freeze. Diane's sitting on Jackie's lap he got
0: his hands between the knees it's Sucking on chili dogs Outside the Tasty Freeze You can see You can smell the jean
1: shorts Right? Like it's like 80s like Kids with tattered jean shorts Barefoot In the summer Like There's so much in that lyric
0: But you know that's what I mean? not it's, in there It's But it's It's almost a terrible lyric Sucking on a On chili dog But it's Also a great lyric Right
2: Oh Of living is gone. Oh. oh, that's
0: really good. How about Drunk in Love by Beyonce featuring Jay-Z? She sings, You can't keep your eyes off my fatty, daddy.
2: Can't keep your eyes off my daddy
0: <laughs> that lyric alone is enough to qualify for this episode, but it keeps going. Her husband Jay-Z jumps in and, and says, We sex again in the morning. Your breastises is my breakfast. <laughs> Oh no. We sex again in the morning. Your breast is my breakfast week. You use the word breast. Great or terrible? Right. How about train? Drops of Jupiter. Oh, there's a couple really bad Since ones. Since the there. return from her stay on the moon, she listens like spring and she talks like June.
2: Since the return of her stay on the moon, she listens like spring and she talks like June. Hey, 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 hey,
1: <laughs> there's something about a latte in there too, and yeah, fried and like, chicken and, and like
0: and Tybo. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. Oh, see, that's too colloquial. Right there's a, there's a there's a conversational style lyric Where it's just the words that you're going to say to somebody It's not like you're trying to make it The dawn is rising from You know like it's just like It's yes. morning That's yes. conversational It's morning yes. But then there's like
0: well, She listens to the Mozart well, while she, she does, does typo Yeah
1: that's just too on the nose for me personally She
3: checks out Mozart while she does typo
0: But that was a massive hit. So let's get back to the the question. Okay. Do lyrics matter? No. I think that we answered this question with Jeff Simons, that they matter... If they don't take you out of it. If they don't take you out of it. And if the lyrics work in the context of the music, then they can be really anything. I got a feeling
1: that tonight's going to be a good night. Tonight's going to be a good night. Tonight's going to be a good, good night. I mean, it's so dumb when you so read it dumb, on paper.
0: But they sound so good. It's, yeah,
1: and it's... Yeah, that's the... It And it, if it's bad... If it's bad... Then it's bad. Like, if they're bad lyrics, then it, it's not going to work. But if they're decent lyrics that sound okay, then it can work. Right? Right. Do they matter? Lyrics can be anything if they serve the song. Hmm. Yeah. Right? That's it. And as soon as it doesn't serve the song and it takes you out of that emotional experience and you're like, "Wait, what? Was that?"
0: Then it matters. And that, the Black Eyed Peas song is a perfect example of that. Like those are so mundane, trite, yep. but that song when you're on the dance floor mm-hmm. and that's playing, those are the greatest lyrics of all time. Absolutely. And you know <laughs> every one of them. Yeah. Did we do it? I think we did it. I think we did it again, man. We hope you had a great time. As much fun as we did. And we hope you'll join us next time when we answer another age old question. Follow us on Instagram at the age old question. Facebook, the age old question. We hope this conversation has sparked some ideas and thoughts of your own. Let us know in the comments.
1: But let's be kind, people.
0: Yeah. No hating. No hating. today's must-have trends and innovative
1: styles at mrs b's clearance and outlet shop one-of-a-kind finds in today's must-have trends explore wall-to-wall deals furniture flooring mattresses home accents seasonal favorites and more discover unique new home decor pillows accessories and more there's something perfect for your style and budget there's new inventory every day at up to 80% off suggested retail discover the style and savings of mrs b's clearance and outlet